on my journey of sharing my story of being a trafficking survivor, I ended up jumping into a rabbit hole of what the hell does trafficking even mean? The word in itself is so complex and the definition surrounding the word, the simplicity of the word trafficking, it's just a word. And yet it is defined so differently within society, depending on what region you're in, what country you're in, that it was absolutely mind-blowing. And I knew that my confusion about what trafficking actually was, it wasn't just me. The confusion is in all of our definitions. And that is the purpose of today's episode. We are going to do a deep dive into what the hell is trafficking? What does the word mean? And why are so many different types of people being arrested for it? It is going to be wild and tons of fun. Hi, y'all. Welcome to Whores Do It Best, a business podcast. My name is Jess Rich, and we are having one hell of a good time. The first 12 episodes, I am going through my story where I went from being a hardcore evangelical charismatic Christian to fully believing in the rights of sex workers and decriminalization. It was one hell of a journey, and there were so many things that I had to break, so many stigmas that I had to break in my own life in order to be able to come to this realization. When I first jumped into the rabbit hole of defining the term sex trafficking, I looked to the U.S. laws. And what I discovered was the H.R. 3244, (laughs) Victims of Trafficking and Violence Protection Act of 2000. So basically, this was a bill that was passed in 2000, and it defined the terms trafficking and sex trafficking. And normally when we hear sex trafficking, we hear the words force, fraud, or coercion. And that is the general definition that most of society has applied to it. But that is not what the U.S. government says. And that's where there's so much confusion that happens. So if you're going to follow along, you can pull it up. It's in the Victims of Trafficking and Violence Protection Act of 2000 is available in the Library of Congress. And we are looking at Section 103.8. So point eight refers to what's defined as severe forms of trafficking in persons. And that is where we hear the terms force, fraud, or coercion, or in which a person induced to perform an act has not yet reached the age of 18. And so that is the normal standard definition that the U.S. government wants us to believe is true. But point nine defines sex trafficking, and I'm going to read this. Point nine, sex trafficking. The term sex trafficking means the recruitment, harboring, transportation, provision, or obtaining of a person for the purpose of a commercial sex act. So what that means is that any hiring of a sex worker, having someone stay in your house, like crash on your couch, or a simply being a roommate with a sex worker, taking them to the grocery store, transportation, 
taking them anywhere, taking them to a doctor's appointment. If you are transporting someone who is selling sex, that's considered trafficking. Provision or obtaining of a person for the Commercial Sex Act. So it, let me just read it in full. The term sex trafficking means the recruitment, harboring, transportation, provision, or obtaining of a person for the purpose of a sexual, a commercial sex act. So what they did was point nine of this, um, the Victims of Trafficking Violence Protection Act of 2000 says that anyone selling or buying sex or driving them around or having them, renting them an apartment is trafficking. Mind-blowing, right? This is what the U.S. government says sex trafficking is. Now, point 13 says, a victim of a severe form of trafficking, the term victim of a severe form of trafficking, means a person is subject to an act or practice described in paragraph 8. So technically, I am not a victim, well, I am a victim of sex trafficking, but I am actually a victim of a severe form of sex trafficking. So they segmented it to say that all prostitution, all selling of any commercial sex act is trafficking. And that's why we have so many people suddenly being arrested for trafficking when for years they were just being arrested for soliciting prostitution or prostitution. And the difference is a misdemeanor versus a felony. Just to make it even more confusing, the UN defines it in a completely different way. So the UN describes trafficking in persons shall mean the recruitment, transportation, transfer, harboring, or receipt of a person by means of the threat or use of force or other forms of coercion, of abduction or fraud, of deception, the abuse of power for a person of vulnerability for a position of vulnerability or of the giving and receiving of payments or benefits to achieve the consent of a person having control over another person for the purpose of exploitation. People's lives are being destroyed over the U.S. definition and the U.S. definition of sex trafficking really just sounds like prostitution. So when I realized that we had this awful conflict in definitions i was like why is the u.s so off why why do we have this standard that anyone who is arrested for any for buying sex for renting to a sex worker why are they all being arrested for trafficking but because there was such a huge difference between what my pimp did and what my buyers did, and who I was. And then to make matters even more complicated, you can be arrested for trafficking yourself. I'm gonna give you some resources at the end because I want you to be able to do more research on this. Don't You don't have to take my word for it. You can look at the research and the statistics because sex workers all over the world have been putting data together, collecting data, doing the research because this is such incredible bullshittery. It is absolutely mind-blowing. To me, the core problem 
comes down to the moralistic and Puritan design of this country. We somehow in the United States have this idea that sex, just the act of sex, is somehow a moral issue. Why is selling my pussy more damaging than a laborer who has worked their ass off for seven bucks an hour, seven twenty-five an hour to do hard manual labor construction? Why is selling my pussy worse than a coal miner? Why is it worse than working for $2.13 as a waitress or a bartender? Why is my pussy, my vagina, so much more regulated than someone's back, brain, arms, any other portion of their body? We have to get honest with the reality that we all sell ourselves. And sex is exactly what you make it. It can be, we're going to liken it to food. It can be like a McDonald's cheeseburger or it can be a filet mignon steak. It can be whatever you want it to be. It can be something that you frivolously do just because you want to and you enjoy it. You can do it with lots of people or no people. Just God forbid, don't fucking charge for it. Because then you are considered trafficked. Why do we have this standard? Why is the vagina more regulated than any other body part? The government doesn't give a shit if you kill yourself doing manual labor, but if you sell your pussy, now we have a problem? This shit just doesn't even make sense. So it was around the time that I started to dismantle the moralistic view of sex that I quit using the term sex trafficking. I don't ever anymore call myself a sex trafficking survivor. It's out there. It's on the internet. I did it for years. But to me, sex trafficking is no different than any other type of trafficking. I was exploited for my labor. I was exploited for my body. What body part doesn't even fucking matter. I was, I am a survivor of trafficking into the sex industry because the industry itself is a multi-billion dollar global industry that has existed since the dawn of time. Selling sex isn't new. People being forced by someone else to sell sex isn't new. But when we confuse everybody selling sex with people being forced to sell sex, that's where we have the problem. And the thing is, is many times people will enter the sex industry, then wind up being trafficked, and then escape their trafficker and still be in the sex industry. It is impossible to know whether someone is being forced to be in the industry or they're doing it to pay their bills or they're doing it just because it's fun. There is no way to really know the difference between why a person is doing it unless you freaking talk to them. Ask them questions. And quite frankly... Why would someone want to kill themselves working for two bucks an hour when you can sell your pussy for, good God, anywhere from 20 bucks to 20,000 to 20 million? 
People sell themselves for lots of reasons. The moral of this story is anyone in the industry engages in sex work, but they're there for different reasons. So it's about going deep and actually just helping people. If you want to help people, help them. And if they don't want help, for the love of God, don't force them to get help. And arresting someone is not help. Arresting someone and calling it a rescue, that is just bullshit. The terms used for labeling those who provide sexual services in whatever way is mostly defined by our lawmakers and the culture. The irony is the lawmakers many times (laughs) are the buyers also. As I was speaking and talking and sharing my story, I ended up meeting an amazing woman, um, Norma Jean. She wrote a book called From Cop to Call Girl in the 80s. She was a Hollywood cop who left the force because it was so corrupt And like it was organized crime and that's what she called it. She ended up leaving the force to become a call girl and then she raised hell. Like seriously raised hell. She raised so much hell they ended up arresting her. And her story is absolutely fascinating. You can pick the book up on Amazon. It's called From Cop to Call Girl. And she also runs a website or operates a website that is called policeprostitutionandpolitics.com. If you want some real amazing data, I have never in my life seen anyone who has collected more data. She has a love for spreadsheets and I really, really admire her for this. If you are really interested in stats and statistics, you've got to check out this website, policeprostitutionandpolitics.com. There is an operation, Do the Math, where the site, she literally just goes through the details and the data of all these different operations that our government does, like... um, Uh, Oh, heck, what's the name of the Operation Cross Country, like Operation Cross Country and just dismantles the data and reveals the bullshittery of why are so many people being arrested for trafficking for buying or why why are cops so much a part of this system. I don't know many trafficking survivors or people who have been in the industry who don't have a long list of stories where cops were actually the predators. When I first discovered this site, I was absolutely blown away at how much I had missed, how many things I didn't realize or know because I was only in my own story. I was only aware of and knew of other survivors like myself. Because when we share our stories, survivors like ourselves come forward and disclose information. But it took sex workers, when they reached out to me and just started to say, hey, look at this, look at this, look at this, my mind blew at the amount of work that has been done over the decades and how many sex workers have been advocating for rights 
for decades. And why have I not heard about it? Why had I not heard of Carol Lee? Why had I not heard of Norma Jean? Why had I not heard of Annie Sprinkle? Why had I not heard of these seemingly famous sex workers who had had brands before the word brand was even existed, who had been doing the work on the streets with the people protesting for decades? before the internet even existed. There is a mass suppression of information due to the moralistic values and the Puritan principles that this country was founded on. People don't want to hear that we are empowered by our sexuality or that we can make more money by leveraging our sexuality. It's, I believe this is a way to keep the women suppressed. And God forbid, if you are a man or a transgender individual who is in the industry, the stigma and shame is so much worse. And I believe this is our collective problem, that we need to stand together and say, why are we treating people like this? Why are we treating people like this? Why have we created sex as such a moral high ground? that it's only acceptable in these certain Puritan values, and yet the people who are creating the laws, the people who are defining the terms, are going right out back and fucking all the whores. They don't hold themselves to the same standards that they're holding the rest of the world to, and I think that needs to be known. So thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Got a little worked up today. It is so much fun. This shit just fires me up. I do not understand why we have been lied to so fucking much and why we continue to believe the lies without going deeper. And I think it's simply because we don't know. We're not aware. But once you know, you know, and you can't go back. So thank you for joining me on this episode of Whores Do It Best, a business podcast where we got a little data heavy today. And I, I quite frankly love it because these words mean things. And as long as we're confusing the words, as long as we're not using the terms correctly, we're never going to be able to gain progress. We're never going to be able to actually help people who are being trafficked and provide a safe space and provide a space for sex workers to not be arrested for trafficking themselves. So if you've enjoyed this conversation, please give me a review or a like or a share, whatever you do on whatever platform you're on. I am so excited to be here and thank you so much for carrying on this journey with me. I look forward to the next episode where we are talking about buyers. Who are the people who buy? Because that is going to be fun. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.